Welcome back to your favorite podcast, D-Influenced. D-influenced. Haven't seen you in a second. I know. It's so good to see you. What's your name again? Jordan. Jo- your jo- husband. Joe? No, Joe's your boyfriend <laughs> that you met in Palm Springs. <laughs> it's so funny. I feel like every time I go off with my girlfriends anywhere, I could be going to the bathroom. Jordan's like, who'd you meet? Did you see any guys? Who'd I you talk not. to? I do not. I'm not Damn. a jealous guy. I know, but you're you're not Sometimes. jealous. You're just like, this is mine and don't touch it. What do you call that? Um, I mean, probably the worst word for that would be possessive. possessive. But sounds- <laughs> no, not possessive in a bad way. To me, I think it's cute. It just shows me that you love me. Well, I mean, Wait, usually you're like off in Europe or something with a brand. And this doesn't happen anymore. It used to before kids. And so I'd be like, yeah, who'd you meet? Who's your boyfriend? I'm just As a joke. But... This time we we took trips together. And so when I'm like happy, I'm like, I was with my guy friends. You were with your girlfriends. No, yeah. no jealousy. So Jordan was. Why don't in- you ask me if I met a girlfriend? <laughs> Babe, because I know you. Because <laughs> you're obsessed with me. <laughs> no, so Jordan was in Vail with his guy friends. And I was in Palm Springs with my girlfriends for Ellie's 29th birthday. And we haven't really caught up. So tell me about the trip. Oh my gosh. I had the time of my life. It was the best planned trip. And I'll tell you why. Tell me. We went to bed early every single night. Yeah. That, that group is like 6 p.m. I didn't even tell you this. The trip was in Palm Springs. It was at, um, Ellie's family has a house. It was in a retirement community. Are you joking? We were and let me tell you, I had the time of my life. It might've been my favorite trip I've ever taken ever. Ellie cooked for us every single meal. We went and every meal we ate at like 5.30. Like, you know how I love a 5.30 dinner. I live for a 5.30 dinner. You do. Um, we went to bed early. We woke up every morning at like 5.30, 6 a.m. First thing, coffee run. Second thing, workout. Third thing, lay by the pool. Wow, that's I your mean, kind of trip. I just, I, I couldn't get over how happy I was. Every day I was like, guys, I'm just, I, I'm living my best life. This, this is what it's all about. And the, you know, the girls were great. We just had a great time. Did everyone go to bed at a certain? Oh, yes. That's why I like, we love each other because we are each other. But it was so funny because we were by far the youngest people there. So, you know, it's on a golf course and we'd go to the pool. We'd hang out by the pool. We'd be in like our bikinis and we'd put on our music and be like, so we felt like we were wild. Did you meet a sugar daddy? There were for a few, a few silver fox hotties. Well, there, I mean, if you're in a retirement community, they were like, really old right yeah no i mean they were oh wait no there's no. a t- retirement community no, they is were different like than a nursing home sorry i thought you meant a nursing no, yeah, home yeah no they were like my parents age yeah maybe yeah. Old, just, a little bit older just there to golf hang out yeah and they just they couldn't believe their eyes when they saw us <laughs> they couldn't yeah. believe it they're like who are y'all <laughs> so i've decided i said guys what we need to do as a group is we need to travel to all the retirement communities all over the country that's and, a great idea. And you know what? And you just feel so like valued there because people see you and they're like, just love that you're, you're youthful and you're young. And so you just feel like you're popular. So really like the, the hack here is that don't sleep on retirement communities. Like, can you Airbnb them? I'm yes, sure you can. Absolutely. Wow. No, it's the best. And they're also beautiful. They have great amenities. 
I mean, it is, it's the way to go. It just reminds me, I get the same feeling as when I watch The Golden Bachelor because, you know, I watch The Normal Bachelor and I just feel horrible about myself. I'm like, right. those girls have it all. They got the six pack, the boobies, the men are drooling all over them. And I'm just like, wow, look at me. I'm an old fart with two kids over here. But then I watched The Golden Bachelor and I'm like, I have so much life to live and those ladies still got it going on. So like, like I'm only halfway there and you just feel better about yourself. It's just, guys, we're just, we're just vacationing in the wrong spots. Let me ask you this though. Do you think that they get bored in their retirement communities? Cause like, Oh what, no, no. Tell me about the they lifestyle. Clementines. That this retirement community, you could go pick QD Clementines from a tree. What else do you need in life? You go, the weather was beautiful. They go golf every day. Then they go pick Clementines because in, in the West coast, they can grow their own vegetables and fruits. That's Do you know amazing. how much purpose I would feel in life if I could grow my own clementines? Do you think you would golf? I think I would just probably drive the golf cart. They had some really cute golf carts. Yeah, you'd get you get dressed up in a cute outfit. And yeah, all the, the girls did. It was just so precious. So I I had the time of my life. What were some highlights from the trip? One night we we sat down and it, it took some convincing because let me tell you something about my friends. They like some really bad cheesy movies. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you, Jordan. Like my friend, like I love you guys if you're listening to this, but they like those like Hallmark Christmas movies where like the acting is horrible. The storyline <laughs> is like, you know, the country bumpkin moves to the city and then falls in love with the city gal or the city gal moves to the country. I was like, guys, like I, I like literally can't watch this. So it took some convincing, you know, I was trying to get them to like watch like Mine Hunters and like all these like scary documentaries and like, like thrillers. And they're like, ah, like we can't do it. <laughs> so I was like, guys, we just need to pick something like in the middle ground here. So we chose The Notebook. Classic. Such a classic. I haven't seen it in forever. Jordan, when I tell you, when I tell you that you, we had six girls heaving bawling like like hysterically bawling on the sofa one night I it was hilarious and then we were all crying so we couldn't catch our breath but the one thing that we all left what, what makes you cry about that movie because you guys are all like happily married with kids isn't it about like someone who's chasing she, love she, yes but she ends up um with dementia and alzheimer's and she can't remember her love so he goes Whoa, to the i didn't even know that i don't goes, think i've ever seen it he goes to her nursing home and reads her the story that she wrote about their love story to her every day so that she can remember him. And then she only remembers him for like five minutes each day. And it's just like, yeah, that would probably get me going too. Oh my gosh. And we were like, <laughs> just the, like, just the thought of it right now makes me want to cry. Yeah. It was really sweet. But like, after that, we all were like, oh, we love our husband so much. And then we call you guys and I'm like, what you doing? You're like talking about pickles. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, what? We're over here just bawling over our husbands. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? And it's like, just so. No, it's funny because we were laughing because uh, Adam, Tiffany Houghton's uh, husband, he pulled out a guitar and he was like, I know this song. And it was, I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. And so I sent you a video and I was like, this is such like a memeable moment where it's like, like all of you guys thinking about what are our husbands doing? They're probably at a strip club and it's like all of us in a cabin seeing I want it that way. No, no. So we had the time of our lives. Um, you freaked I, out about like a hot air balloon. I, ha I had a moment of weakness. Yes. It was one of those things though. It was a moment of weakness, but I caught myself. You know why? Good community, good friends.
So we woke up the first morning, you know, I uh-huh. told you, we woke up at like 530 because the time changed. So first things first, we went to a coffee with a K. It was a coffee shop in Palm Desert. Phenomenal coffee. Like actually the vanilla latte is just as good as the one as Merit is down the street. Uh-huh. So we were on our way back from getting coffee with a K and I'm just feeling like my high, like my buzz from the caffeine, it's hitting, I'm feeling great. You know, we got some Olivia Rodrigo on, just living the life, saw some Clementine trees. We turn the corner. There is a school of hot air balloons, beautiful, up in the sky. I just made that up, school of hot air balloons. Like it's geese or ducks. (laughs) A school of hot air balloons. And I am just like, you know, the caffeine's running and I'm like, ladies, we have to do that. So I pull out my phone and I buy like, cause you know, I, we had some scaredy cats in the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, they, they don't want to be doing hot air balloons, but I buy like four tickets to go hot air ballooning at 6.30 the next morning. And I'm so excited. I tell Ellie, I, I, I text Connor. I'm like, I got Ellie a hot air balloon for her birthday. Like, don't tell her, you know, that I bought it for her, but like, we're doing this. So the whole day goes through, like, we're so excited about our next morning, 6.30. You know, we, we, we're planning everything because we uh-huh. know we have to wake up super early the next morning to go hot air ballooning. We're picking out our outfits. We're doing, like, how are we going to get our coffee with a K that early? Like, so then we're at dinner that night, and I get a call around, like, I don't know, 8.30 from a lady named Cynthia. Mm. Cynthia goes, hey, is this Danny Austin? I saw that you uh, booked a hot air balloon. Yeah, Danny, that's not happening. Just like that. And I'm whoa. like, whoa. I'm like, whoa, Cynthia, like what? Like, are your panties in a bundle? Like what Who happened? Who peed in her coffee with a K? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, Cynthia, like, is everything okay? She goes, yeah, that's not happening. I'll give you a credit though. And I said, well, uh, can you credit us for the 2.30? Cause I know there's a 2.30. No, it's, it's not happening for you like that. And I'm like, does she have something like, is she, she is she a you? hater? Like, I don't know. She hate her. So then I'm like, I'm, we're actually at, did it was, you book it with your Danny Austin email? Yeah, I did. <gasps> no, but listen, she listen, knew. no, she, she's, I don't, she knew. she's maybe. like, that girl is not going to be riding in my hot air balloon. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, no, no. After all these years on the internet, <laughs> no. I've got a bone to pick with you. You bad mom, Danny, <laughs> no hot air balloon for you. I'm like, Okay, well, I, I can't get a, cre- a credit, Cynthia, because I, we leave. We don't live here. And, like, this is the only day we can do it. She goes, oh, okay then. And I said, well, can you please refund me? She goes, yeah, I'll end up refunding you and hangs up. Like, what? What is wrong with this lady? I don't know, but I was so caught off guard. And I was, like, and I was like really happy on the phone call. And then she just hung up. And I was like, okay, that was so weird. But she told me she was going to refund me. So I went to LA. I told her, hey, I'm so sorry, like, to let you down. We can't do the hot air balloon. So then the next day, you know, I wake up and I'm like, did she refund me? No refund. Mm-hmm. Then we go to on a hike. No refund. Then we go to get ice cream. No refund. And, like, I'm like, what is going on? So I call Cynthia back. And I'm like... Hey, Cynthia, um, you know, I spoke to you last night and, um, you know, I noticed that you never refunded me. Was she in a better mood? No. Wow. She goes, who is this? And I said, Danny Austin. Um, she goes, oh, well, you know, the weather just didn't turn out. And I'm like, what? You told me that it was overbooked and that we weren't going and it wasn't going to happen. She's like, well, you know, we don't have control of the weather. And when you booked Danny, you were supposed to call me right after you booked. And so, um, no, I haven't, I haven't issued the refund. And I'm like, wait, I'm like, so Cynthia, like, I'm, I just want to get this straight. So you 
took my money and you're not going to provide the service and you think that's okay. But you know, I started to get my heart rate started to increase, you know, I'm starting to get a little shaky. The meanest version of you though is pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) But you know how I'm like, I, I, she's, she starts going, uh, um, excuse me, Danny, like, are you going to let me finish? And she's just talking about the weather. She goes, she goes, are you going to let me finish? She goes, uh, and I keep telling her, I'm like, wait, wait, I just want to confirm the fact that you're not going to refund me because of you said it was because you overbooked and now you're saying because of the weather i said this is fraud this is not right and she goes um danny are you gonna let me finish and Mm. i was like i go are you serious right now cynthia (laughs) (laughs) and my friends are like looking at me like calm down calm i'm like no are you serious cynthia (laughs) i go why are you being so mean because you know that's always my go-to whenever people are being mean she was like well, I don't know why you go ahead and book things and you think like you didn't even follow the instructions about having to call after me. I go, Cynthia, I never saw that I was supposed to call. I said there was a 2.30 appointment available and I just took it. Like I'm paying for a service. I just thought that like it was available, if it's available online, like what? And she is going off. So then this is the one good thing about um, having a friend that's a lawyer. You know, Shauna. Shauna oh over here. Oh my gosh, this is getting good. Shauna goes, give me the phone, give me the phone. And I'm like shaking at this point. She's like, section three of the fine print says this. No, she did. Shauna gets on the phone. She goes, Cynthia, are you aware of the did blah, 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 blah act in California? And Cynthia goes, who is this? And she goes, this is Danny's attorney. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You didn't tell me that. And she goes, this is Danny's attorney. And we will be filing a blah, 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 blah action this evening because you have violated the blah, 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 blah act. And da, 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 da. And like all of us are like, our mouths are like open, like looking at Shauna, like, oh, you don't mess with Shauna. Cause Shauna's like- Shauna a, does like DoorDash deals. Like she like closes some businesses. No, she's like a bad A, like you don't mess with she's Shauna. She's like- I, I feel like we've met a lot of lawyers. Like I, I am always like, she's probably the best, one of the best lawyers in the country. Yeah. So she starts going off and me and all my friends are like, Ugh. like we don't really know what she's yeah. saying, but we're like, get her, get her, get her, get her. And so it's like, she ends up scaring Cynthia. Scare, Cynthia hangs up and refunds me immediately. That's crazy. That's a good so, story though. Anything else? Um, no, I mean, besides that, everything was just like pretty chill. Um, we didn't talk much on the trip, we, but we, we kind of like that. Yeah, that, that was interesting seeing the different forms of communication. You know, Ellie and Connor over there, like sending each other pictures. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Ellie, what you doing there? And she's like making a duck face with her like, you know, like no, really? being all sassy in her cute little bikini or something. No, it's so Connor, cute. Connor's our friend that's uh, in the CIA. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just teasing. They're just sending each other like cute photos. It's nothing like too much. Aww. It's cute. Like actually, like I'm like yeah, like you know, add some you know romance to the relationship. Why don't you? <laughs> but like, can you not do it in front of me? You know, um, no, I I think it's precious. Um, no, so Ellie and Connor, for example, they talk every single hour. Really? There are different types of communication on trips with spouses, and I'm realizing there's a spectrum. There is like the couples that are in constant communication. They want to know exactly what each other are doing. If you go to a new location, they're like, what's the news? What's going on? And then there's people like me and you. (laughs) (laughs) And and like, everybody's like, what's Jordan doing? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, is Jordan having fun? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, where's Jordan? Like, where did they go see? I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I haven't heard okay. from him for four weeks. Okay, let me ask you about the Connor Ellie side of the spectrum. So 
when they talk every hour, are they like, are they like five minute bursts or are they like having 30 minutes? They're five minute bursts. Interesting. Connor will call me like, what you doing? She's like, we're driving home from Cabo with a K. He's like, okay. And hangs up. He calls her, he calls her literally like three times an hour. That is so funny. And they funny. text nonstop. And I'm like, what you talking about? You're married. Do you think that that's because they're newly married? No, you know what I, I think it is. Yeah, let's talk about this. So are we doing it wrong? Yeah, I, I it's it's a good conversation to have because it is quite possible that we don't communicate enough on trips. Okay, that's fair. Can I tell you the history of this? When you when you used to travel a lot for work, I always thought it was a really good sign of giving you your independence to mm-hmm. not bother you. And I think that even today, like on this trip, I was like, I really want Danny, because we work together, we're together a lot, that I really wanted you to have that time away where you didn't feel like I was bothering you. But some girls wouldn't interpret it like that. Sometimes I feel like you don't care about me. Really? Yeah, I'm like, he doesn't care if I'm dead on the street, like in Palm Springs. I haven't heard from him. You're in a retirement community. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those men can be feisty, babe. You don't care that I'm... I'm out with George from across the retirement community. Like you don't even check in on me. I could be with George on the golf course. You're in a gated retirement community. Um, Okay. So is that how you interpret it on this trip? Well, sometimes I'm like, I didn't get a cute selfie from Jordan, a shirtless selfie from Jordan. True. You know, you know what? Can I tell you something is um, a lot of the guys in particular, um, Connor's very secretive. I would have yeah, never don't known. Don't talk about Connor because he doesn't like to be talked well, about. Well, he's in the podcast. CIA. Yeah, he doesn't like that. Really? For real? Yeah, no, I'm serious. Like, don't talk about him. <laughs> he's in the CIA. <laughs> but I, he is so CIA-ish that I never knew that he called Ellie out every hour. I would never have known that. Yeah. Truly. It's like so secretive. So Ellie's like, what, Connor? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but Al, uh, Allie Hunter's husband, Miles, and Devin. Yeah. They, Devin Janelle's husband, they would talk to their wives frequently and be like, Oh, yeah, the girls are doing this, girls are doing that. And I would feel the same. And I would be like, Wait, like they called you, they updated you. Like, why, you know, why isn't Danny calling me? You know, so I think we're just both, we're wanting, a stalemate. We're both wanting the other to take action. I think that we are in a stalemate right now because we talked about this this morning. It was, you were like, I, I'm coming home and I like wanted to know more. And I was like, you're coming home and I wanted to know more. And like, we probably both just need, let's shake hands right now. Let's just both go all in. Okay. All in and the next trip. Yeah. On the next trip, we both call each other. So I get, how many shirtless selfies do I get a day? Connor is sending shirtless selfies. Babe, I told you not to talk about, uh, we're not comparing ourselves to, I'm just telling you, if you're asking me the desires of my heart, it's a shirtless selfie. Why aren't I getting any shirtless selfies? (laughs) They can be in the mirror or they don't have to be in the mirror. Really? <laughs> I've also joked about this with you. I was like, why have you never sent me a nude pic? <laughs> Babe, are you serious right now? Why do you think? I mean, I know the liability is high, but doesn't that make it even more fun? <laughs> like that's the risk of it all. But I'm, all- I'm like that. Like I'll like, we'll be in like a very bizarre public place. And I'm like, Babe, what if we just like went around the corner and did this? <laughs> and you are so not like that. <laughs> Well, okay. So yeah, let's, there's a lot let's, to unpack. There. Let's turn up the risk a little bit. Okay. So basically, all, on the next trip, we both send each other shirtless selfies. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I am sorry though. In in all, 
honesty, sometimes these are therapy sessions. I told the guys this. Yeah. I am sorry for not calling you more. And if that is what your heart desires, I would love to meet you where you're at and what your heart needs. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a call. It could be like a text. I just Mm want to know that you're thinking about me. Mm. Yeah. Are you thinking about me? I am thinking about you. How How come we don't text me then? Um, because again, like I said, I, I feel like it's bothering me. Yeah. I feel like it's bothering you. Um, I, I feel like you are like Jordan respects me so much that he's giving me this time with my friends. Like Mm -hmm. he knows, like I'm momming all the time. I'm working all the time. I will say there's, there's one other, um, element to this. I think the difference between a couple like us and then Ellie and Connor is like, we're kind of together all day. I know. So time apart can actually be very like healthy for us because Connor and Ellie don't see each other all day until like six o'clock. Right. So it's like when they're apart, they're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen him forever. And I'm like, we're together all day. Kind of, you know, I don't give you a lot of independence in this home. Like it's kind of a known fact. Like I'm always (laughs) all over you. Like I'm always hugging you and you're like, you can't even go into your office without me barging in and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. you know, that is the form of calling you every hour in my mind. And so I'm like, you know what? I want her to go away. I want her to have fun. And I want her to want me so much when I come back. Yeah, I, I get that too. Did it work? Yeah. You did text me, miss you on the way home. <laughs> I was like, it worked. <laughs> it only took four days, but it worked. No, it, I definitely think that. I think it's just different for every couple. So you just have to yeah. communicate and figure out what works for them. So yeah, I was proud of you. You went on this trip. You had some time with the with your guy friends. We went to Colorado. Um, I flew into Vail to pick up the car, drove to oh, Denver. Oh, I know. All the wives were just like raving about it. What do you mean? In a bad way? No, they were like, did you hear what Jordan did? I mean, the girls were just like, oh my God, he's just such a good guy. It wasn't really like I- He I, flew to Vail, which is two hours away from Denver, picked up a car, drove all the way to Denver, picked up all the guys at the airport and then drove back to Vail. So that we could drop the car back off in Vail. Yes. Because they wouldn't let me do that. But So you spent it, four it, hours in the car, like be- without even telling people that you were going to do that. But it's fine. I mean, honestly, I could take a f- lot of phone calls on the way. It's not a big deal. But we- uh, I will say one of the things I am proud about is I took us all to this place called Blackhawk, Colorado. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of this? Is that where the casino is? It's a secret like casino town in the middle of oh. nowhere in the mountains. Did you win any money this time? No, I lost $500. Oh my gosh. You know what it was is everyone was having a bad night and I was like, guys, I'm going to fix this. And, oh, I had, no. and I had I had $400 left no. and I put it all on roulette red and it just went black and uh, we left after that. It was very, <laughs> I said, this casino's, the juju is not here. Um, but I took, so Blackhawk is this really cool town. You're driving through the mountains, pitch black, and you're going through these winding roads and then all of a sudden you'll like drive up past this tunnel and you see this giant tower and it's like a huge casino huh. and every single one of the guys was like wait what like I, this was not was what I was expecting at all and we walked in it's like a Vegas experience like in the back of the mountains but yeah we went to we went to uh Blackhawk and the only other story I'll tell we we skied there were only like two runs open we had a great time well that's so fun oh last thing I'll tell you about my trip yeah have you ever heard of big booty mixes um Big booty mix, maybe. I'm going to be honest. No. So they were all in the car. We had this giant sprinter band. They were like, put on big booty mix. And I thought <laughs> it was going to be like this like raunchy, like R&B playlist. And what I think big booty mix is, is they take all of the top songs of the last year. And it's just one like hour and a half long mix 
of oh. like mixed songs together. Wait, this sounds right up my alley. It's amazing. And I, I think I'm like late to the game. Like a, a lot of people listening to this are probably like, oh my gosh, this is so annoying and lame. Like we are, yeah. we knew this back when like SoundCloud was big. Wow, I had no and idea. And I'm like, can you play it again? So is it, so is Big Booty Mix one song, like one song that's three minutes long or is it a mix of all of these compilations of popular songs? Great question, Danny and is Austin. It a, is it a Spotify playlist or is it a it's, song? It's technically on SoundCloud. Okay. Oh, see, I'm not too familiar with SoundCloud. I know, me neither, but they have some mixes on um, Spotify. On Spotify. Let's just play you a little bit of a taste here. Big Booty Mix volume 10 through 23. Let's oh. let's play you a little volume. How long 11. is this song? Okay. Uh, 51 minutes. So we'll just take our time. I'm kidding. So then it's going to go here for a second. Hey, Hold on. This feels Hold like on. I'm Hold listening on. to Dance Dance Dress DDR. And so mm. it's just an hour and a half of that. I feel like that would be a great workout playlist. Um, yeah, you gotta check it out. That's personally not something I would listen to. I don't really like the club vibes. I like mm. I like like a really hard beat. Like you really, might have just had to be there. Yeah. In the in the sprinter van because it was. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, if I was with twelve dudes in a sprinter van, I think I would. Yeah, we were it. all hanging out the window, hair, wind blowing in our hairs, just big like moody mix in the background. <laughs> oh. It's so precious to just think about a bunch of dudes like hanging out together. I don't know what it is. It really was special. Today's episode of De-Influence is brought to you by Dreamland Baby Co. This is one brand I will never de-influence. It is one of my favorite baby kid brands I've ever used and worked with. And they are letting me share an exclusive Black Friday sale just for y'all. Their weighted sleep products, sacks, and swaddles are currently buy one, get one free. That's up to $90 value of free product, which is an incredible deal. But I worked out an even better offer with them that gets you 50% off site-wide with the code DANNY50. So you can not only shop their weighted sleep products, but also all of their other offerings like the pajamas, crib sheets, and more. We actually just got the crib sheets for our babies and they're so, so cute. They have cute prints. So you have a, if you have a new mama in your life, this is the perfect gift to them. That's the best gift of all for a new parent and better sleep and more sleep. Head over to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter code DANNY50 for 50% off site-wide. Mamas, this brand is a must, so do yourself a favor and check it out, especially at this killer pricing. Okay, if y'all also follow me on stories, you know I have been talking a lot about colostrum. I was hesitant at first, but now I'm bought in. I caved and bought Ar Armra and have been loving it so far. I actually took it on my trip and like all the girls are taking it. There are so many benefits to colostrum and a ton of y'all were DMing me asking me to share what I've learned about it so far. Colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life and contains all of the essential nutrients of our bodies needed to, oh, nutrients our bodies need in order to thrive. It strengthens immunity, ignites metabolism and anti-inflammation, fortifies gut health, improves skin radiance, powers fitness and recovery and confers powerful anti-aging benefits. I mean, sign me up. If I'm receiving all these benefits, and all you have to do is add the Armra colostrum to your water or any cold beverage. For all the mamas who have been who have had a little PTSD from giving birth and the nurse is basically ripping your nipples off to get a drop of colostrum, I feel you because I felt the same way. But now that I've hopped on the train, I'm starting to understand the hype behind it all and why people and our little babies need it. Actually, fun fact, I listened to a podcast of the founder slash owner of Armra 
um, on the Skinny Confidential and she told like she speaks of all the benefits and it just makes sense. It's the coolest product. We worked out a special offer for my audience. Receive 15% off your first order. Go to tryarmra.com slash Danny or enter Danny to get 15% off your first order. That's tryarmra.com slash Danny. So I feel like we, we, we both went on trips with our friends. I feel like we kind of need to like address something. We've kind of both been in in and out seasons with friends, me in particular. I've kind of denounced adult friendships. And yeah. I feel like we probably need to kind of explain why we're back on the friendship train. I think it's beneficial. It's helpful. It's valuable information. Do you feel like I was off the friendship train? I think you went in and out depending on how busy and stacked your calendar so was. So true. You yes. would like go in hard what two months and then you would go Selfish way out. to be. Yeah. No, I don't think it was selfish. I think it was <laughs> like, you know, this is probably a whole other podcast, but you like kind of lost control of your life for a little yes, while. Yes, yes. It's hard. It's hard to have friends when you have babies. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, babies and jobs and travel and all that kind of stuff but like for me in particular I realized just recently that um, I was kind of lonely um, mm. and you know I think that whenever all of my loneliness like was put on you to fulfill or like yes. our kids I realized that um, in my season of denouncing adult friendships I was actually wrong because I think that being in adult friendships, especially with like other guys, like I found so much relatability. I found so mm -hmm. much like, like lacking loneliness. I had things to do that didn't require like me, like sucking energy or life from you, you know? And I don't know, have you noticed like the past like two weeks that I've been more independent or anything? I think it's so attractive. Really? You know, I've heard this. I I've think heard it's this. so hot when guys have guy friends. Like I've heard this. I just adore it like I think it is so cool whenever guys can get together and like support each other hang out together um like just be bros together I absolutely love it it just makes me feel like um you are able to like seek wisdom or have fun outside of just our relationship it takes the pressure off of me and it just makes me respect someone whenever they can like kind of balance it it's mm -hmm. just it, it's cool to see yeah I, I was watching that show about blue zones on yeah. Netflix, you know, the people who live to like hundred plus yeah. or whatever. And one of the common themes that I saw with these people who live in these blue zones is it's not, yes, they don't drink a lot and yes, they yeah. don't do this, but really it came down to their health and happiness being tied to friendships. Yeah. And so I was like, I, I still don't want to live to a hundred. I'm going to be honest. Like that sounds <laughs> awful. Um, but uh, I, I do think that there's, there's some, either studied or unstudied benefits of just like having good social bonds and interactions like around you. And especially if it's like a good group of friends, like I feel like yeah. you have an amazing group of friends that probably makes you a better mom, makes you a better person. Yes. Right. I honestly, I was, we were talking about this with the girls. I was like, I like who I am better whenever I'm around them because they're always like lifting me up. They're really cool in their own ways too. So they're always inspiring me or teaching me new things. They're always encouraging me. They're just really like wise, smart people. And I feel like when you surround yourself with like, like people like that, it rubs off on you. And then yeah. you become like wiser and smarter and kinder and all these things. And so it's, it's really cool. And I think my biggest mistake with friendships, if I'm being totally honest, is in the past, I have this tendency where I can always look at the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. So I think I, that even happened to me with my friendships. One thing would go wrong. I would set the boundary, move on to a new friend. And it's like, 
one thing that I learned about the friend group that I'm in now and my friends that I have now is it's not perfect and we have conflict and we have challenges, but what makes our relationship so special is that they're not family, they're friends. And with family, no matter what, you have to love them. You know, you just, you go through hard times, they're always gonna be there. Friends, it's not like that. You're like choosing to love your friends. You're choosing to let them into your circle. You're choosing to fight for it. And Mm -hmm. I think that that is so special in a friendship when you say, hey, you said, you said something that hurt my feelings or we've had some conflict, but like this friendship is valuable, valuable enough to me and worth it to fight for. And so it's like friendship sometimes is even like more special. It's like you become so strong that they're almost like family. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I have with my friends for the first time is like, I don't care what you do to me. Like you're always going to be my friend. And I've started looking at my friends like sisters mm-hmm. instead of looking at them as disposable people in my life. Yeah. And and I think that that came from the the way that we all met. And because people always ask me, they're like, how did you meet? How did you become friends? I'll tell you exactly what happened. I was lonely <laughs> and I was prioritizing other things in my life, whether it was work, events, maybe work friends, blogger friends that I had all over the country, which are still very genuine friends, but they're not my community. They're not living in Dallas. You need people, you need friends that live around you. Yeah. You know, you can't have a best friend that lives in New York. That's not, maybe they'll always be your best friend in theory, but you need people that you can go to when you're having a bad day and, you know, drive over to their house. So I was feeling this certain way. Um, and I went to Janine's party and Janine has a great head on her shoulders. She is someone that I really, you know, like I respect, I love the people that she like invited into her circles. I love like who, who she, uh, surrounds herself with. And so I like seeked out like five or six girls at this party that I barely knew. I literally like went into the party with a mission and Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm leaving with some best friends, people. Okay. (laughs) I was like, this is happening because I'm sick of being lonely. And I put five or six of us that I barely knew in a group text. Group texts are key. And I was like, hey guys, like I just want to put us all in a group text. We all live in Dallas. Like we should all be friends. Do you know to this day we still use that group text? Yeah. And like, that's all it was. I didn't even, to be honest, like the first like two weeks, there were like numbers in there that I didn't even have saved. I was like, I don't know who I'm texting right now, but I knew that I liked their heart. I knew that I liked them as people. I knew I respected them. And I was like, who cares about their personality? Like we're going to be friends and you know, and it just like happened that way. And now we start adding new people. Like as, as somebody meets someone else, we're very um, inviting. There's no like oh, you're not in the original group text, so you're not gonna be invited. It's just like everyone knows. And so we just keep it keep it flowing. It's like healthy how we keep people coming in. And, and it's just grown like that. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, same for me. And I would say like, this is probably like a hack for guys if they are in the boat that I was in. Again, I'm officially denouncing my previous <laughs> philosophy on no friendships is a good idea. Um, what I did was like, there were a lot of guys that like I didn't, hadn't seen in a long time. And I think for guys it's different because you don't want to just be like, Hey bro, like you want to go get coffee? Like that's to me, that's weird. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I think like Christian culture dudes do that all the time. Like it's kind of <laughs> like normal, but like, um, I was like, I'm going to book an activity yes, like ski trip or we're going to Cabo. Or we're going to go golf. Like, I think that's why golf guys bond over golf, paintballing. And I'll build the group around the activity to where yeah. it's like everyone, even if they're an individual who's not connected to the, the the network, they're like, oh man, like I totally want to go to that. So I guess my question for you is, um, I Googled like what makes a good friend, but what do you think makes a good friend? I Honestly, the first word that comes to mind is humility. 
Okay. Um, I think that like with guys, sometimes there can be a lot of ego in the group and, uh, you know, it's like coming in with enough humility to understand that no one really cares about your success. No one cares about, you know, what you can do or all this, like they don't care about your superiority and just like coming in and just kind of like adding value in your own way. Like at our, at our group, our, our, uh, our ski trip, it was almost like everyone played like a different role. Like Adam made brownies, Connor cooked steak. I got the van, you know? And it's like, I think that's what really bonded us together. So I would say humility. What do you think? I'm so surface level. (laughs) What are you going to say? It's, this is so bad. (laughs) I just like when people are fun. That's not bad. Is it? That's not bad. You've always liked that. I just you like love a good when party people starter. are not, don't take them too serious. I just like whenever I can invite a friend over and we don't have to have like all this stuff to do, but we just like sit around and we're just are goofy. So when Ellie and I, when we were in Palm Springs, there was like this hike that we were doing, but Ellie and I wanted to go off and do our own because we're like a little more parkour, you know? Yeah, like yeah. We're like, we want to go jump off the rocks and stuff. And like we had the goofiest time just like running around, jumping off rocks, like acting like we were like middle school boys. And we were just like dying laughing and it was like just so goofy and silly. And so I just like whenever people are lighthearted, we don't have to talk about like really, really deep, serious things all the time. Of course I want to get there, but like, I like whenever I can just like hang with someone and just just have fun. I think that's really important to me. And then I think for me, what I value is just having non judgmental people. I think I also like being around positive people because I feel like I can be so hard on myself that the last thing I would want is for someone to make a comment about my lifestyle or what I'm doing and like, and just be negative. Now, if they need to call me out and be like, Hey Danny, like I'm worried about you. Like I'm cool with that. But I think that those are like just the two things for me that make me, I'm drawn to people that like carry themselves in that way. And then we can go deeper. So I kind of start with like the more like surface level and then I, I dig deep. Yeah. Some people are like, no, I want to hit it hard. Like the first, and I'm like, no dude, like, can we just hang and like, and just like, bake something or whatever. Um, so I don't know. Do you think you're a good friend? I, I think know. we you, should, should you, I think we should call our friends. You call your friend. I'm going to call Ellie. She, she, I think is, she'll be who's real the most me. unbiased. I think Ellie will. I think she'll lay it straight. You do. I mean, she loves me. I don't know. <laughs> she does love me. So I think she'll tell me Hello. Ellie, are you available for like five seconds? Yeah. Okay. You're on the podcast. Okay. Let me ask you something. Do you think yes. do you think I'm a good friend? Yes. But do you want me to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just yes. call, I was just calling so you could just affirm me. No, I'm just kidding. Really, do you think I'm a good yeah, friend? Yeah. I do think you're a good friend. You're a great friend. You're probably my best friend. Um I'm crying. Oh gosh, I'm gonna cry. I, <laughs> Don't. Well, I, I truly like Don't do really this. do feel like that and um, you care. You're so generous. Amidst your craziness, you still check in in the right ways, and um, you're adventurous, which we can bond on. Mm, yeah, I, I am. Know, I am. So many things. Like I feel like <laughs> Ellie. When I need you, you're there. Oh. Ellie, how can she be a better friend? Oh, how can I be a better friend? You can be honest. You know me. I like some honesty. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think because I feel like I'm not the best at this either. But like. And it's hard, but like maybe instantly. communication, maybe. Oh yeah, like, yeah. 
That's fair. But, but it's not even that big of a deal because, to be honest, like, I'm not the type of friend that communicates when I'm not hanging out. We're, pro- like, we're both pretty, just, like, like, low maintenance. I think that's why. Yeah, I'd rather just, like, communicate when we hang out. I'm not a big texter, so. But I feel like some people could say, like, maybe you're texting. Uh. Um, or, like, I don't know. Maybe just, like, <laughs> there's really nothing that really bothers me. Wait. I would tell you if it bothered me. So if when you're saying texting, are you saying, like, the quantity of my text or the quality of my text? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want me to text more often? Or is it like you want... Or maybe it's the response time. Yeah, oh. maybe response time. Oh. Yeah. oh no, I feel that, that. Now that one, you got me good. Thank you for being on the pod. Thank you for being on the podcast. Love you. Of course. You're a great friend. I love you. Okay, love you too. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah I, uh, that's really sweet. I don't want to make any phone calls. Jordan, you have to. I just did it. No way. That was too good. I'm, there's no way I'm coming close to that review. But I think it would be interesting to see. Maybe you should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could be healthy for you to hear. <sighs> That's okay. It's either Adam or Luke. That's your brother, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call your brother. Oh, okay. Gosh, this is gonna be so weird. He's going to be like, dude, I literally just hang out with you. <laughs> His heart is racing. Hey. Hey, Adam, you're on the podcast, so don't cuss. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're uh, we're talking about friendships. And uh, and you're Jordan's best friend. No, stop. <laughs> don't make it weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting you on speakerphone. We're on our way to Costco to get a turkey. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, Tiffany, we're just talking about friendships. We're talking about friendships. And, uh, you know, Danny called one of her friends who gave her a glowing review as a friend. I called her. I called Ellie, Tiffany. So, <laughs> well, so the question is like, uh, do you think I'm a good friend? <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's it. Why? (laughs) Yeah, well, why? Should I elaborate? Wait, can I tell you why I think you're a good friend? Uh, Oh, um, (laughs) yes, Tiffany. Danny or Jordan? Oh. um, Um, Yes, Danny is a wonderful friend. She's inclusive and she's fun. She throws the best parties. But she's also, like, easy to hang and just, like, be chill with, too. Oh, I love that. That's exactly what I want to be. It's fun. Five stars. Five stars. Okay, Adam, I I hope you've been working on your response. Adam, you sent me a a, kind of a nice text this morning, so I called you first. (laughs) Yeah, great. We read the audience. Back to Jordan. I'll give Mike the review. I think the things that stand out about Jordan as a friend is... um, He's cringing. (laughs) It's not you. It's me, Adam. It's it's you're you're a sweetheart. It's me. I can't take it. No, no, you're you're open about and vulnerable about things you've learned, and you're a fantastic mentor. Aww. And um, that's that's really valuable in a friend. We've and then we've we've uh, we've both gotten paintballed up a few times, and you know, shared trauma. Uh, we, See we your lost. best friends. We, yeah, yeah, and so. Um, yeah, I think I think Jordan, you're you're a fantastic friend. That okay, was so I think you're sweet, a good friend Adam. too, Adam. And you and you throw a great ski trip. Thank Aww. you. We just love you guys. We love you guys. Aw, that was so sweet. Do you feel better? 
Yeah, no, I feel good. Babe, you were cringing so hard. Like, wow. This is just the start of, of a new start. Like this mm -hmm. is this is the start of something new. And yeah, we are about to be the best friends ever to everyone. Wow. Powerful. We're gonna have so many friends, it's like not even be funny. What no no, not so many. Oh, I'm sorry, so many good quality friends, it's not even gonna be funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to this week's breaking, I mean, world-shattering news. Oh, really? You were in Colorado. Did you guys smoke any weed? <laughs> you know, it's legal there. It's a, it's a valid question, it's legal. You know, uh, no, but I was actually pretty shocked that no one in our group- Was uh, into it. Wanted to slash went to a dispensary. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not gonna name names of who I thought would do it, yeah. but I'm well, just saying- Yeah, your brother for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just shocked. I'm shocked by it. So so this week we found out that Snoop Dogg gave up smoking. Oh, I read about this. He posted on his Instagram, after much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time. Snoop Dogg. I was reading about like his, uh, his blunt roller. Like yeah. he literally has someone like on staff to roll his blunts. And it's like, what's, I forgot the name. It was like Renegade Piranha. It's was his, the, it was his blunt roller, which is just a crazy wait, name. The, 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 the guy's name, name is Renegade Piranha. Yes, and it's like a really sought after like role because this guy has, he thinks that in his lifespan uh, or career span with Snoop, he's rolled 450,000 blunts. Because Snoop, How is that possible? Is that even like okay for you? No, Snoop basically came out or this came out that he smoked like half a pound of weed a day, which is about like 150 to 175 blunts. So so he's just high all the time. No, that's, I mean, and didn't his family like have an intervention with him and we're like, hey, like we think you should stop. You know, as someone that doesn't know a lot about Snoop Dogg, I'm not totally sure about that. And as someone that's never personally rolled a blunt. A doobie. A doobie. <laughs> To be honest, I don't even know how you do it. Is it a pretty difficult task or I mean, is it? I've just seen it in the movies where they, they like, just, they like put it in. It's kind of like sushi, right? They, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then they lick and then lick they. It. So, so but I guess it's hard enough work to where you have to hire someone to do it for you. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that just like when you're Snoop Dogg, it's like so much part of your brand that you're like, hey, I can't be doing this anymore. I got to outsource yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's time consuming. Because time consuming, move. I mean, 150 a day. That's like, I mean, that guy's just rolling doobies all day so and he's like oh next one's up are there, <laughs> are there long term health effects when you smoke a half a pound of weed a day contentious debate <laughs> is weed good for you is it weed bad for you i don't know because i don't know i mean i see a lot it, of the benefits personally know, the, the big doobie brothers the big uh pot smokers potheads as yeah. they call them uh. they say way less risky than alcohol now that i i could see i could see that debate Correct. And I, I but, would probably. But they legalized it in Colorado, went to the Chipotle line. I had to tell the order three times. I mean, they were high as kites. <laughs> That's one thing about Colorado. I mean, is it good for the economy from a tax perspective? Maybe. It from an efficiency be. workforce standpoint, looking pretty grim out there. Have I ever told you the story about when the man came out of the woods that was high when I was in Colorado? Have no. I told that story on the pod? No. I can't imagine that smoking weed could be good for you, like mentally long-term because of- I think of, it creates a lot of paranoia. One time I was actually smoking a uh, Swisher Sweet with mm -hmm. my girlfriend and we were in the mountains in Colorado in Vail. We were sitting by the pool, just like smoking our little Swisher Sweet. This is back in college, you know, 
when that yeah. was the worst thing that I ever did. Okay. Like swish or sweet. Yeah. But no, I was sitting outside mm-hmm. and then I hear this like that type of noise. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's a bear coming for us. And so wait, are you on a mountain? Or are you at the, but like- I was at the pool at the base of a mountain Okay, and we were staying there and I hear a bear coming towards us and Lane and Chloe are like, Oh my gosh. Like we start freaking out. It was a ski, a high ski instructor that had gotten <laughs> that gotten lost and fell asleep on the mountain. I'm serious. He was high, and he crawled through the place. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? I'm not. His beard was literally freezing over. He had icicles on his beard. Oh, poor guy. And he told us that he had fallen asleep because he was smoking weed. He was a ski instructor. Can yeah, you believe that? That's they got. He fell be. asleep on the mountain and then these got are the lost. people. These are the people that we are leaving our children with in Colorado. <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. So do you? I guess the real question. Back to Snoop for a second. Do you think that this is real? Because a lot of people think this is like a money grab. He's going to come out with an edible line. Like, do you think his family really had an intervention with him? It was like, hey, like you are ruining your life by smoking so much weed. Yes, I can't imagine that he's quitting to sell something because if he was going to sell anything, why wouldn't he just sell weed? <laughs> or like, yeah, you know what I mean? And And honestly, I think that this can be so addicting that it has to be hard if you're smoking that much weed a day i don't think that you would stop because of like fiscal financial reasons because you're trying to launch something can i ask you this though yeah he did say very carefully i'm giving up the smoke he didn't say i'm giving up weed he said i'm giving up the smoke oh so you think he's doing edibles i think he like i'm not me i didn't come up with this theory but i think that like the internet thinks that he is coming out with an edibles line I mean, and if that's his goal, I guess we'll end up finding out. I, I can't imagine. I think it's very disingenuous. I think that's, that is kind of disingenuous, but maybe he does struggle with this and then he does find a, a better version. Maybe he comes out with his own CPD line, you know? And it, if it's yeah. helping people that are also addicted to, to weed, you know, then, then that's fine. But I, I do think there has to be this element of it where it's, it has to be challenging because that is his identity. That's what you think of when you think of Snoop well, Dogg. Yeah, he's made his whole brand about him being... Him being high. Being high, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. That has to be hard for him, but I'm proud of him regardless. Yeah, is this is this good for the future of America? I guess we'll see. In other news, Thanksgiving. It's coming up. Hot take on Thanksgiving. Say it. I know what you're going to say, and I'm so into it. It's just not my favorite holiday. I just feel like the way it's structured, which is all about food and football, is so boring. You know me, like I love a good meal, but like I don't want to stress about food all day long. And then everybody just like, it's like not even fun when everybody's like freaking out about the food and if the food tastes good or not. I'm like, I'm more worried about the company and the people. And then we sit down and you just feel so heavy and then you just watch football. I fall asleep every Thanksgiving. It's so boring. On Brenton Lawn's couch, I just... Yeah, I, I just wish we could start a new tradition. That's why I always love doing the turkey trot on Thanksgiving because I felt like it like was something to like get, get me active, out, get active, yeah. get out and going, like get going, and and then you sit down and you eat and you relax because you're already like you're at a deficit. The, you're at a deficit, so it's like you fill yourself up. You yeah. empty yourself, then you fill yourself up. I just have not really loved like the past, I don't know, 15 Thanksgivings of my life. <laughs> so you probably didn't like any of them. When, you know, growing up, they say the holidays are so stressful. And like mm-hmm. growing up, you never understand that because you're you like, just, why? You kind of show up, you eat pie, you get some gifts, get yeah. kisses from your weird aunts. Like it's, yeah. and you go home. I feel like this year and maybe a little bit of last year, I finally understood why the holidays are stressful. I literally thought about it on the ski trip. I was like, 
man, you know, the holidays are stressful. And I caught myself saying yeah. it in my head and I was like, am I getting old? Yes. <laughs> no, not that you're getting old, but it is stressful. It's stressful because what stresses me out is like pleasing everyone. So bringing yeah. all of the families together and then there's so many different dynamics and nuances. And then there's the the shadow dynamics that you don't know anything about, which is how the extended family's feeling, Oof. right? And so then all of these people who probably see each other like once or twice a year, and I'm speaking not, your family's really great. I'm speaking of like my family for the most part, like who don't see each other that much. We come into a room. You're talking about your extended family. My extended family. We come into a room. And we're, we're almost catching up on the whole year. Yeah, it's right? like it almost feels like not genuine because you're like, I don't really know. But you. hear me out. Uh -huh. That's okay. That's good. But here's the craziest part about it. And you sit down and watch football together. No, no, no. You uh -huh. do that. Uh -huh. And then three or four weeks later, you do it again for I know. Christmas. I know, I know. It's too much. I know. That's not okay. It's really not. It's like. They can't spread these things out. Yeah, you can't. You got to spread them out more. I you know? know. And I think mm -hmm. that honestly, we should prioritize Christmas because it's Jesus's birthday. Right. Um over thanksgiving i really have nothing to say after that <laughs> i'm just saying i'm in agreement yeah with whoever's cancel grieving thanksgiving. <laughs> it starts here we cancel it we get rid of it we all come together for christmas we celebrate jesus's birth we get some good presents and then we call it a year you know what i think we should do we should just go to the beach well we've been talking about this like we're but i've been begging you i'm like okay danny i understand you want to form our own traditions and i'm like can we talk about our traditions and you're like you're you, you literally said this was your words you're killing me I, okay i i did i he keeps asking me he's like what do you want to do what do you want? i'm like you're literally killing me like i'm like here, here's some options here's a, so can i tell you where i'm at with this please okay we're our family is unique in that our parents do get along yes so our family does come together for Thanksgiving, right? Yes. So like your parents will be with my side of the family, probably. I don't know this year. Okay. We're the glue. We're the glue. We're, we're the, the glue, glue that holds, because we have the babies, we're the glue that we're holds the everything glue. together. Luke and Brooke, true. they're peacing out. They're, they're going to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that was like smart. <laughs> they're like okay. out. So I see that. I think why I have not planned something else to substitute us getting together for Thanksgiving with our families is I'm almost scared of the repercussions of us not showing up with our family. Right. I'm scared of what's going to happen if we're like peace out. And I know that Luke and Brooke can do that, but they don't have babies. Yeah. And like, I feel like our parents live to see the babies. If we don't show up, I'm almost scared of the repercussions. Me too. I'm yeah. right there with you. Yeah. So then when you're like, let's plan something and leave, I'm like, okay, that sounds nice in theory, but day comes and we don't show up. Like, what is that going to be like? I know. We still, it's, Thanksgiving is in like on Thursday and we still don't know what we're doing. I mean, we're pretty good decision makers and we've punted this. If you this see us in the, the British Virgin Islands though, don't be no, shook. No, babe, it's out. I, we passed. We can't book a, 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 we can't book a boat for four days from now. I think it's possible. <laughs> What's your favorite Thanksgiving food though? Um, Just out of curiosity. A banana cream pie. Gross. <laughs> Ew. We all know what you like, pistachio cream pie <laughs> out of the jello box. It's so like un-American. It's, <laughs> it's odd. My mom's had this recipe, or my grandma actually. It's not a recipe. It's literally <laughs> jello from the jello box. And Jordan's like, oh, this is a recipe passed down from my grandmother. It's like you put some powder with some water. <laughs> And then it turns into a pudding. And then you put some whipped cream on it. And Jordan's like, oh my gosh, this is a delicacy passed down mom, from generations. When we first got married, 
<laughs> you came. It's to th- literally <laughs> lime green. <laughs> you things. You came to Thanksgiving and like it's almost like everyone in my family. Everyone's like, oh, the, the they're like, oh, you're gonna try the pistachio <laughs> cream pie, <laughs> and it finally comes out. And Danny was like, are you serious? This is Jello and whipped cream. <laughs> it was. So odd because my family is like actually making everything from scratch. Like, yeah, don't sleep on it though. No, I know it's it's great. Honestly, that's probably why I'm going to go to Thanksgiving this year. Is I just want that pie. <sighs> well, you know what? To end this, I have some really great news. We have our giveaway winners from last week. Congrats to Lindsay Picard and Kendall Scutsnick. I DM'd you guys on Instagram, and we are so excited because we have two winners again this week. So we're gonna be doing $500 value again, Christmas wish list. You send me your Christmas wish list and I'm going to fulfill fulfill it up to $500. Like Santa Claus. Like Santa Claus. It's to enter, you just have to tag someone that you're grateful for on my de-influenced Instagram on our giveaway reel, you will see it. And then just make sure you follow de-influenced. So de-influenced on our Instagram. So once again, two winners, go over and follow de-influenced Instagram and then comment some someone and tag someone that you're thankful for on our giveaway reel. We love you guys and we will see you guys next week. Bye.